0: Welcome to Is This Normal from Belfast Life?
1: Okay, Sheena, so today we're on episode five. So far, we've been inundated with a great list of brilliant experts on all sorts of issues. Uh, and today we are joined by one man who has got more children than both of us combined. We're talking to Abe Sese from Q Radio, who has recently joined ParentLine NI. Abe is an expert dad. What about Paddy?
0: I have to say, he's first time dad, the same way as I am a first time mum and he's actually... Brilliant. I'm not just saying that to blow his head up, um, because I know well he he might listen to this if I bribe him, um, <laughs> to support me. But no, he is actually a really good dad. He's um he's taken to look really really well the whole parenting thing. He's a great dad, and Andrew is the same. He's brilliant actually. Do you know he seems to
1: have come into his period of strength now that the girls are a bit older. Babies not so much. Um, <laughs> he was more resentful of the lack of sleep, yeah. but now that we're sort of we're we're into toddlerhood and beyond, oh, he's great, and the girls are mad about him. It's all daddy daddy daddy. So, that no, he's, he's great as well, <laughs> yeah.
0: So today we're joined by Abe Sese who is a mid-morning presenter on Q Radio and has recently been appointed as ambassador for ParentLine. Welcome,
2: Abe. Thanks very much, Gina. Nice to be here.
0: So you are a seasoned dad, we could call you. You've got, what, four kids?
2: Mm, you could say that, four kids. Yeah. yeah, so
0: what ages are your kids?
2: Well, Katie's 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's at her GCSE year now in school. Molly's 13, second year. And Stephen's nine and Daniel's eight. Just over a year between the two boys.
1: So that's a lot of kids in quick succession. How did you manage it?
2: Oh, it was good. Uh, it's fun. There's never a dull moment in our house Um, They're all good company for each other, Mm -hmm. especially the boys being so young uh, and having only about a year between them. So they play, they fight the bit out as well, but they're they're good company for each other. But it's good. It's nice at home at dinner time and uh, we're all around the table and we chat and yeah, it's, it's nice. Can you even recall
0: those, I know obviously those are probably moments you never forget but the with each pregnancy when your wife found out that, you know, when the first one was coming along, second, third, I mean, can you even remember and describe what that was like for you as a dad to get that news?
2: It was overwhelming I'll never, never ever forget it and um, we were at home, we were decorating at home and uh, calling uh, I think it was a Girls Aloud concert, right? They were in Belfast and somebody had offered me a pair of tickets and I said to Colleen, listen, um, a friend of mine and I might go to the Girls Aloud concert, free tickets, why not go along? And she got a bit emotional, which wasn't like her. (laughs) And she went into the bathroom and um, had a bit of a cry, Mm -hmm. come back out again and I said, are you okay? She says, "Um, I have something to tell you, I'm pregnant. And... Uh, that, that, um, everything in the end made sense, mm-hmm. let's just say, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and I could, I was the happiest moment of my life yeah. to find out, wow, well, I'm going to be a dad. It, it really, really was, um, the, the pregnancy was, they were all different, let's mm-hmm, say, yeah. um, but yeah, it was good. The, the labor, I remember, um, Colleen's waters break in, and uh, in fact, no, they didn't break until we got to the hospital, mm-hmm. um, and within a couple of hours, then she was born, you know. And I remember, especially, I remember calling mum. Mum, she couldn't make it, um, she was working, she was doing night shift at the time in the hospital. And I rang her, and I was, I was very calm and cool and collected until mum answered the phone. Oh, yeah. And I just went to pieces. <laughs> yeah, because you're holding it, it together yeah, that time. time. Yeah. I said, It's a girl, it's a girl. And she was crying, I was crying. Oh, it was, it was, um, and then. Um, The boy, whenever Stephen was born, Stephen had a condition called shoulder dystopia. Okay. Right. And basically um, in the birth uh, and the delivery room, his head came out, his shoulders got stuck. He's like his dad. He's got quite broad shoulders Mm -hmm. and it got stuck. And that delivery suite went from a midwife, a a training midwife to probably three doctors, a consultant. Pretty
0: scary pretty quickly then. Yeah.
2: The room started spinning for me, and Colin had no idea what was going on. Yeah. And what seemed like a half an hour was probably 30 seconds, but it was yeah. pretty frightening, yeah. you know. And uh, everything was okay, Stephen was grand, everything was okay. Um, and based on that, then they brought, whenever we found out that Daniel was then on the way, they brought us in and just highlighted the, um, the dangers, if you like, mm. and what could happen, mm. you know, worst case scenario. And it was, okay. it was frightening really frightening but thankfully uh, with Daniel everything went smooth and everything was was good I know,
1: know because in that in the labour situation I guess the guys can feel really sort of powerless and the woman's doing everything and I mean, we had kind of like my two labours were both completely different and both kind of daft and fine but my husband God love him just didn't you know he, he was yeah. there and he was brilliant and the the best thing with Betsy my oldest sweet girl we actually somehow, I do not know how, managed to have a day of like really good crack um, in the midst of it. Yeah. We were lucky, yeah. And and God love him because we obviously, we somehow laughed throughout the day and as much as it was awful and my memories of it were just like you know just mm-hmm. pure excruciating pain it's not you know it was not i'm not saying it's like a great experience in terms of my physical horror but <laughs> it was it was actually a fun day we managed to laugh like there were moments of comedy there was towards the end and they're all going like push push, push. i've been going for about two days <laughs> i sort of, i did actually warn andrew that i was going to say this so it's okay he was like clinging to my hand and the women roll going push 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 and suddenly Andrew was like nowhere to be seen uh, <laughs> and gone. I turned around and he had obviously like taken this instruction really personally
2: <laughs> and
1: we all turned around and the bathroom door in the corner of the room. Andrew had to run to the toilet because as I was pushing, he was pushing. And honestly, it was pure, like, <laughs> oh hilarious.
2: Man. I'm glad you pre-worned. I know, I was going to say,
0: because if you <laughs> had to,
1: yeah. And then he came out and was like, but everybody okay? And we're like, Andrew, seriously, he just legged it to the corner. It was <laughs> amazing. But anyway, we somehow managed to, like, have laughter, even in the middle of it all. So it's not as... Yeah, so, you know, yeah. I know there's difficulties and all the rest, but it, you know, but so many people are afraid of it. You can actually yeah. no, you got it to, can be you got okay. Yeah. I remember yeah.
2: trying to tune the the radio in, uh, whatever radio station that it was on. It was between two stations and there there was fuzz and yeah. it was doing my head in. Yeah. And I was I'm so I'm trying to find a station to listen to with a clear reception and Colleen's Are you serious? <laughs> You're yeah. seriously tuning in the <laughs> <laughs> really when while I'm exactly. about to give birth to your son here come on <laughs> you know. I know
0: I think I, I totally relate to the moments of comedy I, if you're thinking I was the same I think I was for you think your first child I think you're well not everybody's that way but the tell you kind of to expect a long labour if you know sometimes people go very fast but most of the time it's pretty slow with the first one mine was the same it was pretty slow and I'm kind of like you in my head I'm like oh, I can only remember the terrible times but when I actually on reflection I remember the night I remember the night when my waters broke in the house and the excitement between the two of us obviously nerves as well but we, as we sat on the labour ward through my like slow progress in labour, we did. We the same. We like we laughed and we joked and we had so much crack together. Yeah. Just and it w- was weird because it was in the middle of that like it was the early hours of the morning yeah. when I went into the hospital, and we basically had this area of the labour ward to ourselves with a couple of midwives at the nurses' station. So, so, it was just us two, and, so we yeah. were, and then obviously I was on gas nurses, so yeah. slightly <laughs> more hysterical than normal. <laughs> but yeah, it's not all bad. It's no,
2: not. no, you get a laugh. Now Collins, Collins' waters broke actually in the canteen. Of my I goodness. think it was Stephen or Molly I can't remember which but we sat in the, the canteen of the hospital mm-hmm. uh, having our lunch having a bite of Jade and next thing um, yeah <laughs> oh <my goodness>. splash <laughs> but it's quite <laughs> <she> <laughs> gentle mortified. little splash she, she isn't it it's not like a big
1: yeah. gush yeah. I was quite shocked with that it was yeah, like nobody warned you I don't I think no, <laughs> as no. to what it actually is like <laughs> no it's a bit horrible I know yeah, and it, nice. with the gas and air with one of them my voice went all funny and there was this absolutely gorgeous <laughs> anaesthetist came up and obviously I was like off my head <laughs> honestly he looked like that. he looked like this kind of Croatian doctor out of ER and Mc I was like Dreamy yeah, yeah he was really dreamy and I was like looking over with my big back hanging out and everything in the in the gown and Andrew's like just stop trying to flirt with that guy it's not happening <laughs> I know it was just not good and then I had the gas in air, and air my voice went all funny and I started going I sound like Brienne of Tarth, you know, from um, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was
0: <laughs> it was a good it was it was good in bits. Obviously, yeah. the, the gas again. the gas and air was a, a godsend. I'll never forget. And I kind of I have a vague recollection of this, but my husband reminds me of this as well. As at one stage, I was obviously the contractions were getting more severe, and I was getting into more pain in the gas and air. And he says, as I obviously felt a contraction coming, they tell you to time it with the gas and air, and I went to take a, a, a deep inhalation, and nothing happened the tank had gone empty. (laughs) You just seen it. And I was like, he (laughs) said like, my face, my expressions was like, get another tank, get another tank. And and he was like, I think the midwife was like, hooked it up as quick as she could. And I was, he was, was, I was probably hysterical because I wasn't getting enough. (laughs) Did you try the gas? Colleen
2: had, no, no, well, (laughs) Colleen was adamant she didn't want any pain relief. Um, Gas in there, if, if she needed it. And, I can't remember which of the kids that it was, but she, she did try. In fact, it was Katie. She did try the gas in there, but then it made her sick.
0: Yeah, yeah that happens with lots of so, people. And
2: so she, no, she said, get it away get, yeah. it away, get it away. So she didn't have any oh gas God, in there. Any oh my gas. God, she's, she's the, the, the hero. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Absolute hero. Once the baby's arrived, everybody's fine, and then you've got to go home with the baby in a in a car seat. What happens next? How did you deal with it each time?
2: Very daunting for me. As your dad, you're so protective, overprotective, car seat, it's got to be the best of the best mm-hmm. of the best, it's got um, to take half an hour, an hour to install it correctly, and everything, you know, everything is just, you. because it's new to you, you just want to get it right, of course, you want to do your best for your little baby, for your little boy or girl, so, um, yeah, um, we had been prepared, I guess, the house was sorted out, um and safety, of course. Um, as a baby, you know, you don't have to you know worry about uh, cook edges of tables or plugs or anything. But as they grow up, then you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta be careful. So I was um, you know, both Colleen and I were very very safety conscious. Yeah, maybe a, a little bit over the top, some might say, as well. But I don't think there's any harm in that.
1: No, I And mean, and do you find you get a little bit more relaxed? with you know with each kind of subsequent child or, or you just yeah you yeah. definitely yeah. get more
2: relaxed yeah, yeah initially with the first one like you were always molly cuddling there you know what I mean and, and you are a bit more laid back our boys um, they're, they're allowed to do uh, they're allowed to be a bit more adventurous let's say yeah. than we ever let the girls mm. you know what I mean maybe because they're boys as well maybe that right. may have something to do with it I
0: can't see me ever taking the reins off my wee man <laughs> I'm already the overprotective mummy I know he's only he's, he's probably because he's the first and he's the only one and we're just I don't think I'll, I'll be ever he'll always be mummy's boy
1: <laughs> I know but then there's that as well we were talking about earlier the the kind of rough and tumble The dads seem to do. my husband's a wee bit more like that uh-huh. than I would be I'm kind of when they're on the settee and they're well in fairness they're both a wee bit crazy and they run up and down the settee and I'm like get right. down get down but he's he's a bit more rough and tumble and throwing them up in the air and all that are you like that?
2: Yeah 100% yeah yeah I throw them around like rag dolls and Colin hits it you know, oh, oh, I'll be it, careful be it puts my nerves on
1: edge it, oh, it really does like
2: yeah but the boys love it um, and the girls did too yeah. you know to be fair yeah. back in the day um they just, but like I say, they just grow up, so... And even talking about this now, just bringing me back yeah. now whenever, whenever the girls were especially young.
1: Have you ever sustained any kid-induced injuries? Lots. Have you? i <laughs> <laughs> like.
2: got to be honest <laughs> with you, yeah, yeah. Lots, you know. Um, can I think of anything to mind right now? Um, yeah, pushing on the swing, pushing too high. And one of the kids coming off the back of the swing, bumping heads. Nothing. There was never everything, anything too serious.
1: Have you got injured
0: by them?
2: Oh me, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they're fond of jumping on dad, and yeah. and. Um it seems to
0: be the hobby horse doesn't mm-hmm. he I know my even already maybe man's okay. climbs there he loves climbing on top of both of us but he is literally uh-huh. he would be on top of your head if you let, you oh, just yeah. let him go and that's his yeah. dad loves it and, but I think with me and I think his mums the danger is the hair pulling it's yeah. like he's fine jumping about his dad's head and, and you know rough and tumble then he tries to do it to me and I'm like seriously I've got no hair left it's yeah. gone well
2: I don't have that issue <laughs> uh, thankfully no
0: neither does my husband but oh he'll kill me for saying that too. <laughs>
2: But no, they're always playful. They're always in the bite, and about, um, every day, Dad, can we go to the park? Can we do this? Can we do that? They're very um, active kids, now, yeah. I must say. Whenever Molly was just a baby, we went to Marble Arch Caves, and like she was, was she walking yet? Just maybe, just walking, but she fell asleep at, on the entrance as we went into the caves, mm-hmm. and I carried her in my arms mm-hmm. for the for the tour, oh. whatever that is an hour and a half or whatever it is and for the next three days my 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 left arm was very very sore
1: yeah Yeah. I know Andrew was moaning and he was going oh my neck my neck and everything and I was like you've just slept funny and then it's like no it's Betsy (laughs) she needs to get off my shoulders and I was like she's four now
0: (laughs) she wants to be carried
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's on his shoulders all the time a big long now she's four
2: even now Stephen and Daniel they're eight (laughs) and nine and they're still uh, Dad, let me on your back let me on your shoulders (laughs) You know, so, yeah, you've got to keep fit. That's another thing. Yeah. That's another piece of advice for yeah. any yeah. new parents. you got to keep fit because yeah. they, up they up will them. run rings around you mm-hmm. and you got to be able to keep up.
1: So what's the difference? Did you, did you notice a difference between the girls, the two girls together, the two boys together? Is there a big split between boys and girls? There's
2: a big difference you. between raising girls and raising boys. Initially in our house, uh, everything was pink. Mm-hmm. Everything was Barbies, mm-hmm. and, which I loved. And um, if you ask any parent, what um, what would you like as your first child? Would you like a boy? Would you like a girl? In my heart of hearts, of course, if, if your child's healthy, of course, that's the main thing. But in my heart of hearts, I did want a daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? Yep. Yeah. Um, so, and that, so it was nice to get my two girls. And then um, the boys came along and I was ec- ecstatic when Stephen was born in the delivery suite. I wasn't quite sure what was happening. And I actually thought that he was uh, a girl. I looked to <laughs> my wife, calling, and said, it's a girl, it's a girl. And the midwife then looked at me saying, oh, no, actually, what are you looking at? It's a boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and then it was a nice surprise. Stephen was only months old i think when we found out that daniel was then on the way which was um a nice surprise yeah,
1: yeah. we we had a similar surprise situation our second week girl alice we thought she was a boy my husband put i had a water birth the second time and he's like yes at last he actually was different he clearly wanted a boy uh-huh. per we alice but um, <laughs> whenever she came out he lifted her out and he's like it's a boy and i was like "Uh uh-uh, you got two girls so yeah. we had the similar shock
2: but it was it was nice to get my boys and, yes. and I. Um, Daniel loves his football; he's a, mm-hmm. a boys' boy, three and three and three. Uh, Stephen loves his computer games, and they're all doing very well at school, thankfully. That's so good. yeah.
1: So starting out as a dad, did things change for you, sort of in your personal life with your friends socially? How did how did having kids impact on your life?
2: Yeah, a, a great impact. Uh, I was very social, um, out and about lots, and I worked. Well, I still do work um, a lot of nights as well, and uh, the weekends and bars and clubs as a DJ. So um, it, uh, on one side of the coin, it, it worked to our advantage because I was coming home from work at 1.32am and I was able to do the night feeds late, and the late yeah. feeds. Colleen was, Colleen was able to sleep right That's through, which, which was nice, and I got up. Um, but yeah, it impacts a lot on your social life friends you don't see your friends as well you don't see hardly anybody for the first mm-hmm. while yeah. you know until you get used to and get into a routine mm-hmm. a, a new routine and yeah all of that goes goes out the window for a while and friends do back off maybe and um yeah Cause it can
1: be a wee bit isolating and you know did you find that or were you okay with it all
2: We've got a big circle of friends and there was a lot of help to be fair as well. A lot of good people coming in and initially and offering um XY and Z. Um but sometimes you just want to close the door and yeah. mm-hmm. and relax and have you wee you know, bundle of joy there and, and enjoy them, you know. But yeah, it was um it was different. That's what i will say. say. It was different.
0: So then obviously after the babies arrived and you've had those lovely first few weeks, then it, I always think it's it's terrible. And I always remember this with my husband as well. I think it's 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 harder on dads considering you guys get so little parental time off and, and paternity leave. What do you remember about those days, you know, walking out the door and, and, and leaving your, your wife just with this tiny baby? I mean, it was bound to be difficult. Oh, I didn't want to leave. I didn't want no. to go
2: back to work. You know, But I had to go back to work yeah. being self-employed. I don't, I don't work, I don't get paid. So um, I didn't have that long um, before I, I returned to work. Colleen, she, um, she had worked full time mm-hmm. uh, and after the kids came along, then uh, we were lucky enough to be in a position that, that she could stay at home because childcare is just yeah. so expensive. Yeah, It's
0: astronomical costs, isn't it?
2: Right. And so what we figured, uh, Colleen was just going to be working to pay childcare. Yeah. And it, it was better for the kids, obviously, to have the you know, so mom like, at home, yeah. and and it really, really was. So for the duration um, of of the kids' younger years, she was able to be a stay at home mom, yes. you know, which 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 was good. But you know, even friends of mine who have kids, two or three kids. um... Some of them are working, some of the parents are working just to pay childcare. Yeah. And yeah. so whenever the kids get into school they, they still have a job obviously, you know. But it's mm. it is quite um it's quite sad. It but is. even
1: when they get into school it doesn't necessarily take the edge off. I mean we've we've got Bessie Starting in September and the the savings we're making will be absolutely minimal because we've got to get wrapper and care anyway yeah, So after school and
0: pre, you know before the it's just a fortune
1: whatever happens so
2: yeah I know and schools you know a lot of schools are, are good they do offer a breakfast club or an yeah. after school yeah. club and and that's great for a lot of parents you know but um, just if 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 at all possible um, it, it is great if mum or dad yeah, because we're living in 2019 now you know dads there's a lot of stay at home dads Absolutely. As, as well and that's great to see as well you know
0: mm-hmm. you've recently been um, made an ambassador for ParentLine and the new helpline they've set up so I mean what can you tell us about that then and then t-
2: do you know what um, ParentLine it, it's excellent we all have heard of ChildLine of course they're mm-hmm. there to answer calls for, for kids but there was really nothing there for parents and nobody gives you a a rule book, or a guidebook, or whatever. And obviously, we just have to learn as we go. And um, like, as a, a dad of four, we're still learning every day. Is a school day for us in terms of how to bring up your kids. And some parents, um, for whatever the reason is, find it more maybe difficult than others. And and Parent Line is just a platform to to seek help and just to even just to lift the phone and speak to somebody. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's an honor to be ambassador for ParentLine. And, uh, they're, they're a great, great team of girls, all professional, and they're there to um, lend an ear, dispense advice, whatever, as, as trivial as nappies, mm-hmm. weaning, yeah. as serious as um, maybe bullying. Or whatever the issues have happened to be, school brings a whole bunch of issues there. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? And and the guards are brilliant.
1: I know we haven't even got into the school phase yet. we I mean, Sheena and I are still preschool uh, yeah. and baby stage. So school is where things get yeah. real, I guess. Yeah,
2: absolutely they do. And you're you just have no idea what your son or daughter's gonna mm-hmm. come home to school, yeah. or you'll get a phone call from the school. Yeah. Um, you know, and it has happened. Me, it, it's happened. Most parents, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, I, you know, I guess, and some parents, as I say, might find it harder for some reasons. Um, maybe single parenting, uh, financial stress on relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of different you know reasons there. But parent line, the guys there are brilliant, and they offer. um uh, a great service and all you got to do is lift the phone uh, 0808 80 20 is the number and for anything at all like I said as, as trivial or serious the, yeah. you know, the guys are there
1: and do you know what issues kind of come up more quite regularly or what, what seem to be people's con- main concerns or is it a whole big range of things there's a whole yeah. range
2: of things and my eyes were, were really opened up um, food Deprivation really? is a big, big uh, issue within Northern Ireland. scary. Yeah. And the amount of kids that go without food because, well, let's say, many, many different you know, reasons, mm-hmm. but uh, holiday time, whenever the kids aren't at school and they're not mm-hmm. getting their, their free dinners that they're entitled to, mm-hmm. um, they, they have to go without. Right. Um, and there's some horror stories yeah. where the kids revert to stealing food Yeah, you know and it's, it's sad
1: Even between your kind of two couples of kids you had about a four year gap was there a big difference in the things that you're experiencing now with your boys that you were with the girls?
2: Yeah I think socially um, there's a lot more challenges now um, with the girls there wasn't, they, they weren't um, subject to social media uh, uh, you know as much and, and now gaming is a big big thing my boys they love their Xbox and Playstation Mm -hmm. they love their games Fortnite being one of those games and if you let them play um, they would just play Mm 24-7 you know they would get up first thing in the morning before school and stick the computer on and we have rules now there in fact only last week my wife issued a new rule no Computers on a Wednesday at all, mm-hmm, you okay. know, and I went down like a lead balloon initially. Yeah, I but I think you just have to monitor it and yeah. and keep an eye on, on it because they do become so addictive. Yeah, you know, um, the girls they weren't they never had any interest in, in gaming, but now with with the girls being a bit older, thirteen and sixteen, social media, they're on Instagram and Facebook and. Uh, Snapchat and all of these social media platforms, and it's worrying. We all know what goes on social media and social media today. And again, you just need to have a handle on it.
1: And so, what do you do? Do you kind of monitor what they're doing, or just sort of keep an eye on it? Or
2: yeah, Kitty's a bit older now, but so, um, she's yeah. quite trustworthy, and and they've never given us any any reason not to trust them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, you just have to you have to keep an eye on it. You know, Molly. She's thirteen, going to an, an all-girls school, and it brings its own issues. Mm-hmm. You know, there's cliques. The girls have cliques, and there's segregation, yeah. and and um, sometimes petty things like not being invited to the movies can yeah. can turn into a big thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Being so.
0: deliberately kind, of, sometimes that can happen. I suppose deliberately left out. And know and we we've we've talked about this in the past in, in previous episodes, but it's about like. Almost, it is kind of, it can take a form of bullying, like excluding yeah, people, can. which is is terrifying that that's kind of that's an aspect of it now yeah. that we have to worry about.
2: And if the individual feels uh, left out or, or whatever, and, and that drives their self esteem down, and it, it could be the start of something, yeah. you know, so you just have to have a handle on it all, all the time and, and prevent that.
0: Abe, it's been brilliant having you on there. What would you say is, is the kind of the the key piece of advice so for anybody who's maybe just starting out as a parent, or you know, or are, are in a phase at the minute where they're thinking, "Oh, I don't think this is ever going to end," or "How are we going to get through this?" What would you say?
2: Yeah, to it's, it's so difficult, Sheila. Um, one key piece of advice I would say is communication. Communication's vital, and if you strike a good relationship with your with your son or daughter, uh, that will carry right through, right through life. And if they're comfortable to communicate with you and speak to you. If there's any issues in school or or, or whatever the situation happens to be, they are, will come to you and, they will, and so you can help. Uh, that's all parents strive to do is help their kids and do the best for their kids. And if that communication uh, is strong, well, then that'll carry... Um, them through life. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that we do with our kids every night, well, not every night, because it's hard to get them all at the dinner table at mm-hmm. six o'clock or whatever time it is every evening. But whenever that happens, we go around the table and we do best parts of the day mm-hmm. and everybody will say the best part of the day and everybody will say the worst part of the day. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, what that idea. does is provoke conversation. Mm-hmm. And it could be something st- silly and it could be something maybe more serious you know it's a nice way to get reassurance It it, it, number one gets conversation in the family and it keeps everybody in the loop of what's happening you know so yeah that's that's a good way a good wee exercise to do that's not possible obviously life gets in the way it's not possible every day but when possible yeah it's a nice
0: wee catch-up and as you said clara it's reassuring i suppose for you to know that if there are issues hopefully that's maybe when they, when they might tell you Yeah, and
2: hopefully we can resolve that issue uh, at the table or on a one-to-one yeah. um, but as I say, if not, and the parents are finding it very difficult the parent line um, organisation is excellent, it's priceless it really, really it just lifts the phone they're all trained, they're highly, highly trained and even if it's just an ear to, to speak to um, they are there um, and the number is 0808 80 uh, 0808 80 and, and the guys are there 24 hours.
0: Communication is key. I think I can definitely relate to that. And I, I do like that aspect of, you know, having a good catch up. I know it's lovely. It's, I, I really like that because it's a really practical, doable thing. Mm-hmm. It's something
1: you can take away and go, right. Oh, we'll, we'll give that a go. Even if it's not every night of the week, like you said. I think that's really nice to give them a wee opportunity to just say any of the any, yeah. any of the wee things that are in their mind and I know that you know we do that anyway you kind of you're you're trying to have a chat with your kids but yeah. it's that lovely best and worst thing because mm-hmm. they kind of would really reassure them that this is a safe place to have a wee chat it's literally just the dinner yeah say it and then it's over it's, yeah it's actually lovely you'll want to keep those communication lines open and it was funny as well he said about kind of wishing your ch- your children's lives away and want them to get older and all the rest but actually do you know what that is quite scary because when you see them now like the difference between betsy at four alice at two and actually she's transformed without us even noticing
0: no it's it scary play. i mean I, i'm even struggling to comprehend the fact that i'm um, I've got a one year old and we're that first year of his life and looking back I look back now he's talking about photos and I'm yeah. looking back now already he's got four kids how does he manage that and still still seem to look so relaxed I don't know And that is that is his his miracle I mean I, I literally am struggling to comprehend how I would ever manage more than one I know and <laughs> yeah I think four is yeah it's it's too many for me well, fair play he's to him. he's got it down by all, by all accounts he looks <laughs> like he's, he's got it to a tea. And we'll be back next week for a final episode. See you then.